Hey, hey, Podnutsians. Welcome to the Mini PC Show number 98. My name is Door to Door Geek. This show is brought to you by John H., a.k.a. JPH. I want to thank you very much for your Patreon support. Uh, we've looped back and we've started thanking the original Patreon people all over again. Um, we don't have a lot of Patreon people, but I wanted to say thank you to everyone who, who has came out to support the show directly. Um, this is a show all about mini computers, all about single board computers, all about Raspberry Pis, all about O-Droids, all about every type of small form factor computer you can think of, whether it be an UpSquared or Intel NUC or anything in between, uh, Raspberry Pi, um, Nano Pi. It just keeps going on and on and on. There is so many different mini computers. It quite literally is insane. Um, Brian, I believe, is just busy this week. Uh, Rich was doing the Linux Link Tech Show, so he was busy as well. Um, we have lots of stuff, I'll say, t- that we can talk about because it's been about literally a month. Um, the first thing I had to talk about is first say apologize. Sorry for you know not doing an episode for about a month, but a lot of things have been going on this Apparently, it's a very busy time of the year, not only for Podnuts and everyone around Podnuts, but also for companies like Pine64. Um, I did not go to a conference in late September, TechCon, partially because I couldn't afford it. Uh, I'm not going to um, Ohio Linux Fest, partially because I can't afford it. Uh, I wanted to go to PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando in March. Don't think I'm going to be able to afford that either. Um, and part of the reason is, is because companies keep putting out new stuff, new stuff that I have to spend my money on in order to talk about intelligently. Uh, I passed, we all passed here on the show on the Pinebook Pro. Um, we just couldn't get the $200 up front ready to rock and roll for that thing at the right time. So hopefully I'll be able to get one sometime next year. But they have three devices coming. And the first bit of news, uh, there's actually three links back to back to back. There's the um, September update, the uh, CNX software, and then there's a October update. All three links will be in the show. Uh, Pine64 likes trying to be transparent is what I'm going to say. And they had a, and they uh, said, I want to say it was October 5th. They admitted that they do believe that the Pine time will be delayed. It was first initially scheduled to be a first quarter 2020 Somewhere between January and April, it looks like it's going to be delayed by at least a couple weeks at the least, which I'll say is not the end of the world, because here's the real logic. You have the Pine phone coming out for a target price of $125. You have the Pine tab coming out with a target price of $100. And then you have the Pine time coming out with a target price of $20 or $25. Um, If the Pine time is delayed, it's not the end of the world because to be quite honest, the way they're designing this system is that they would, they want the Pine time there to support the Pine phone and the Pine tab. So if that's delayed, it's okay. Uh, If they just do finishing touches on that, it's okay. If they need to make sure they have everything running with that one, it's okay is what I'll say. I really do appreciate companies for being transparent when they can be transparent. And Pine64 to me is the perfect example of a company that tries to be transparent. Um, the Pine tab and the Pine phone are two devices I'm really honestly encouraging myself over and over again that I'm going to have to get. And the Pine time is something that just goes along with it. Um, if you go into details, if you read about the Pine uh, time, they estimate it's going to have a 10 
day battery life, which I can have no problem saying 10 days is perfectly fine by me. Uh, they also go over the uh, launching of the Pinebook Pro. It While the sales were early September, late August, they just started to ship the Pinebook Pro. And everything about the Pinebook Pro is saying it is successful. Uh, people are getting what they expect. It's running how they expect. Uh, not too many people seem dissatisfied. So it's a big tip of the hat. Good job, Pine64 on the Pinebook Pro. Um, uh, I will say I reserve my ability to buy one later. Um, I really would like to buy one hopefully by next May or June, but we'll have to wait and see. Um, if you crave control over your own ecosystem, um, I will tell you the Pine Phone, the Pine Tab, and the Pine Time are three devices that will allow you to do such a thing. I don't want to say easily. I don't want to like minimize the effort and make it sound like it's, you know, simple because it's really not, but they will give you the ability to have total control over your entire ecosystem. Uh, I really want to support people that support end users and Pine 64 appears to me to be doing everything in their power to support end users. So I'm really happy uh, 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 about that. Um, Another thing that caught my eye is these are the kind of things that I really don't know how to take. Uh, and I haven't found anybody who's been uh, explicitly educated on how the pie hole ecosystem works. So I'm not really sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but my instinct tells me that there's no way this is a good thing uh, for the health of ad blockers in general. Uh, over at ZDNet, there's a article that says pie hole drops support for ad block list used by browser based ad blockers. Okay. Long story short, browser based ad blockers used basically text files with just lists of domains on them. And that's it. It's not super complicated. It's not super complex, but that's how a lot of the ecosystem has been done now for nearly a decade, if not more. And Pihole said that they're basically going to drop support for that type of ad block list. And they're going to require their different definition of how ad blocks are going to go. Uh, I did read this weeks and weeks ago. Um, I will say it didn't seem like this was a killer as far as the ZDNet people were concerned, but it did seem like they was going to have at least less support overall in the future, just because you're going to support less formats. Um, in my experience, uh, a simple add-on in a full desktop browser like uBlock Origin still does 10 times better, at least 10 times better than AdBlock Plus after hours and hours and days and days of manicuring and importing lists and trying to get everything, you know, like per- perfect kind of thing. Uh, uBlock Origin type of uh, browser-based blocking still function better. Now, if you're on a mobile platform that doesn't support uBlock Origin, you need something like this uh, Pi-hole solution. So you're going to have to spend the time figuring out how to configure it correctly, how to import the right settings, how to import the right list to try to get everything that just right uh, in the middle technique of being a really good ad blocker is what I'll say. Um, here's another one that really caught my eye. And it caught my eye because I thought the days of the atomic pie was over. I thought it was dead. I thought, well, there it was. Everyone said, don't expect it to be in stock. When it's out of stock, they expect it to be gone because it was this thing that they ripped out of this other project. It wasn't really supposed to be a single board computer and all kinds of people basically 
sounding like flame baiting, spreading fud kind of stuff about the a uh, pie, the a um a um a atomic um, pie. But I don't know. I did not know the people who launched the Kickstarter, nor do I understand what their goals were or anything else or where they got any of their products from. But there's almost a new, in air quotes, Kickstarter because it's now been there for almost a month. I will say I really try not to talk about Kickstarters unless I really have utter confidence confidence in them or they're just that alluring I can't stop talking about them. Um, there is a quote-unquote neural computing kit that combines the a um, a atomic pie with an Intel NCS2, which is a um, like a um, uh, neural networking type coprocessor thing, a uh, compute stick wrapped all in one. Um, either these people bought a lot of uh, of the pies from the people who were selling it, or this is the same kind of people launching the same kind of thing all over again. Is what I'll say. Um, the more low-end systems out there, the lower the barrier of entry for anyone to learn anything about elastic computing, Python, neural network type. I don't want to say machine learning and AI because I don't think there's a real, I think they're buzzwords, but anyone who can do more advanced programming without spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars I'm in favor of, um, I think this is a really good idea is what I'll say. Um, if you want to get into the next generation of programming uh, I and you're younger, I would highly encourage you to look at this as a possibility. Of course, security is always a great uh, place to go to, but using these uh, compute sticks and these neural network type uh, systems, is there's always going to be jobs for that in the near future is what I'm going to say. Um, so I'm happy to say that the a, um, a, um, a atomic pie is not dead. In fact, it looks like it's coming back to life again after everyone thought it was dead. So I'm really happy to see that. I really hope it just keeps getting more and more and more um, stuff behind it. Um, here's one that definitely caught my eye. And part of the reason it caught my eye was I thought it looked really good, but I thought the point behind the article made a lot of sense. Uh, and this was over at Tech Re, um, Re, uh, Public, which I will say often is laden with ads, like from beginning to end, from pillar to post, from beginning to end, however you want to put it, just ads, 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 and nonstop. Uh, I do believe I have my pie hole right now running, so it's much friendlier what I'm displaying, but the uh, article is called The Desktop is Dead, and the Intel NUC killed it. AMD to build a SFF PC kit. Uh, I will say that I am genuinely impressed at how much advancement that the Intel NUC has gotten uh, in the last, whatever it is, number of years, three, four, five, six years. Um, and it looks like AMD is going to try to basically compete with them on that Intel NUC level. Um, when we have these two companies starting to compete on the same type of hardware, we as end users, as consumers are the victors. Um, but that just means they'll be able to sell more. They'll be able to compete more. Prices will come down. Specs will go up. Software will get tighter and better on them at the same time. Uh, so I'm really honestly looking forward to this. I do foresee a time within the next year and a half to two years where we will be able to get moderate, almost high-end computers on these small, very, very, very small form factor devices that you can easily connect to a back of a monitor and get decent gaming, decent facial recognition 
decent rendering and 3D compositing kind of thing uh, and not have to spend two to $3,000. And I do think it is thanks to the Intel NUC basically pushing the industry forward, uh, kicking and streaming, hollering and hooting, because it it does seem like everybody was completely fighting it, is what I'm going to say. Um, there is news also on the RK33 processor. I will say I'm still a huge fan of the RK33, the Rock 64 here. It definitely runs, I'm going to say good. I'm not going to say perfect or great. I'm not going to say it runs butter smooth, but it runs really, really good. Uh, a little bit of heat, but definitely uh, f- friendly as far as uh, power con, um, con uh, sumption is concerned. Um, and the RK44 is basically getting a mild update, a revision update, if you will, where they're coming out with a new RK3399K processor that goes up to 2 gigahertz and it supports wider temperature ranges. I will say I had made sure to have a really good quote unquote heat sink and a fan sitting on top of my rock 64 because I figured it was going to run at least a little bit hot. Uh, and I do believe the original RK uh, 3399 topped out at 1.5, maybe 1.6. So this isn't like an insane boost in speed. Um, actually 1.4 at 1.8. So it looks like the K is going to go up to uh, 2.0 peaking processor speeds. I'm going to say, and to be honest, that can only be better. Uh, I am looking forward to like second generation RK33 processors to be coming out here recently soon. Hopefully in the next eight months is what I'll say. And I really can't wait to see how uh, their prices will also come down. Because if you remember when the very first um, RK3399 boards came out, they were hovering around $120 to $130 a piece. Uh, now it looks like you can get um, the normal RK3399 boards for around $50 to $70 is what I'm going to say. So that's a really good increase. And hopefully these uh, newer chips will follow the same kind of pattern and hopefully in a very short time frame be able to come down to a reasonable price. Um, I got this one here that I saw that I definitely, as soon as I saw this, I thought about Brian. Uh, Brian seems to like the better looking, is what I'll say, uh, mini computers. And this is on uh, CNX software, iLife MP8 Micro PC, maybe the world's smallest Windows 10 mini PC. Okay, we've seen a lot of Windows 10 mini PCs. We saw all kinds of form factors. There was the one that was almost like a little bit bigger than a credit card both ways, and it was actually really thin. Uh, comparatively, it was a little bit bigger than a USB-A slot, so that was pretty small, I thought. We had the um, um, Solid Cube. That was the little Q1 uh, solid run computer. That 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 was pretty small. So we take a look at this thing. Oh, I think this actually might be smaller than that solid cube. Uh, um, a solid run. Sorry, solid run. Um, I will say I like some of the specs that I'm seeing on this. Four gigs of RAM is fine. It's not great anymore. It's just fine. And it's acceptable. It's very acceptable. A lot of things you need to do four gigs are probably just as just fine uh 64 gig emmc that's fairly respectable with windows i'm afraid it might not be enough but it at least can get you off the ground uh and it measures in at 70 by 70 by 33.4 millimeter enclosure that's pretty small and the kicker is this thing is running an intel celeron processor they do have a uh a pentium uh gemini Lake uh, N5000, can't say I'm familiar with that processor, 
but I'm actually moderately impressed by these specs of it, I must say. Uh, it does have HDMI out. Uh, looks like it has two USB 3.0, um, two USB 3.0, and one USB Type-C. That's where the power comes in. I will say I recently got a laptop from work that's powered by USB-C. It is so convenient to have everything, quote-unquote, in my life running off USB-C. My phone, my laptop, my mini-computer, it just makes things so much easier when I need to think about cords, cabling, plugs, sockets. Um, and one of my best um, features in any mini computer, it has a power button. For some reason, the Raspberry Pi still doesn't have a power button. This thing has a power button. Uh, and the RAM is DDR3, which I will say, I, I hope so. This is 2019, the late 2019. I, I really hope so. Um, Really good looking devices, I'm going to say. If you need Windows in your life, but you also need a computer that you can put in your pocket, this literally might be worth you looking at. Uh, they even have it uh, sitting next to a, um, a solid run Qbox Pulse Mini PC, which is 50 by 50 by 50, uh, which is running an ARM processor. So it's a little bit uh, smaller than that, but it's you know very similar form factor. Um, I love the idea of putting a computer in my pocket. Uh, it's really like, I don't want to say making a childhood type fantasy thing come to life, but it definitely is one of those things. I, I just love the idea of it. It makes me believe that I can then, you know, do things in the future, but I can do it now. Um, let me take a quick peek here at the notes. This one definitely caught my, uh, eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was another Intel based board. Um, I will say, I'm not a huge fan of the Intel-based boards, but I love the idea of being able to do anything I can do on my desktop or my laptop, but then letting me do it on a mini computer type form factor. Uh, it just takes a lot of the friction away from having to worry about, you know, will this work? Will this not work? And this is a uh, VersaLogic Harrier. They say it's a credit card size computer powered by an Intel Atom E3930, E3950 processor. I know. I'm not going to try to kid around or anything and saying Intel Atom processors, you cannot do a lot with. Don't expect to do heavy video editing. Don't expect to do heavy, heavy games. Don't even expect to do heavy spreadsheets. I mean, it's an Atom processor. Expect to do basic computing. That's it. Nothing more, nothing else. Uh, but I will say it is a really good sized form factor. Um, it looks like, to be honest, uh, the rest of the board looks like something that should have been out two or three years ago. Uh, but the fact that it has an Intel Atom processor, two or up to eight gigs of DDR3 RAM, all of it soldered on. Eight gigs of RAM definitely is appealing. Uh, eight gig up to 32 gig EMMC flash micro SD card SATA two slot M SATA uh, PCIe slot, which definitely I'm such a fan of PCIe and MVNE now. I really do want that in everything moving forward. Um, I know it's not cheap, but I know the prices are coming down. Storage is really the only place I've, I'm very comfortable saying prices continuously come down at a rapid rate in storage, and I love it. Um, it looks like uh, the display, it looks like it has Dis DisplayPort++ with HDMI, HDMI with audio support, which is perfectly fine. Two gigabit Ethernet ports, which I will say I love the idea of taking these computers and using them as a gateway. I still haven't done it myself. I love the idea. Still haven't done it myself. I really love the idea. I don't know why I haven't done it myself, but I really do love the idea. Um, 
It looks like it has one USB 3.0 and four USB 2.0. I will say, to be honest, for a lot of use cases, that's fine. As long as that USB 3 bus is on its own bus and you really can get USB 3 speeds, granted it's only USB 3.0, I would really like it if it was 3.1 or 3.2 because they're remarkably faster, but 3.0 is fine for a lot of use cases. Um, I will say it has a dual core model with two and eight gigs of RAM. The eight gigs of RAM one really does seem nice. I will say I don't see any prices anywhere when I went down this article, I remember. Um, but it does have an example of the earlier board sold for around $1,000 in 2016. There's no way they're selling this thing for $1,000. I'll say that. And if they are, I really don't expect them to sell more than two or maybe three of them at the most. Um, those prices to me are absolutely insane. Um, let me take a quick peek. I don't believe we really have much in the way of email, even though I will say I haven't done a lot, um, good caretaking of the email is what I'll say. Um, no, I do not believe so. Uh, if you guys want to send an email in, do not forget mini PC at podnuts.com is the easiest way to send us an email. If you want to send us a voicemail, do not forget 7076 podnut is the easiest way to uh, send us a voicemail of any kind. Or if you want to, you can simply record audio on your phone. Uh, go ahead and just send that as an email, a, um, a, um, a, um, attachment. As far as voicemails are concerned, we're not really picky about how well or how perfect they sound. We'll much rather have, um, something in, uh, voicemail versus nothing. Uh, there is a couple more links in the show. I will say there's plenty of links in the show. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to come back again next week, do another show, uh, go over some more of these links. Um, I want to thank everyone for downloading. I want to thank everyone for subscribing. I want to thank everyone for sharing these links. Do not forget, if you want to support Apple, go on iTunes and give us a review. If you want to support Stitcher, go on Stitcher and give us a review. If you want to support Podcast Addict, open up Podcast Addict and give us a review. If you want to support us, Podnuts, don't give us a review. Instead, take a link of an episode and share it with someone that you know might like the show. There's no better way than to support this show than to broaden the audience directly. Do not rely on third-party companies who's only interested in their own benefits to support us because they never will support Podnuts directly, is what I'll say. Uh, I want to thank everyone for coming out. Thank everyone for downloading again we will talk to everyone again real soon this is martin from podnuts pro thank you so much for choosing this podcast to be in your ears right now <laughs> don't forget to support all the other podnuts shows on the podnuts network and we cannot do this without you so please if you have any questions comments concerns email us at podnutspro at podnuts.com 